dry eyes? It might be me, inflammation. Those over-the-counter eye drops typically lubricate your eyes and may provide temporary relief and probably won't touch me. Ask your doctor about Zydra, a prescription eye drop used to treat the signs and symptoms of dry eye disease. It works differently by targeting a source of inflammation that can cause dry eye disease. It can provide lasting symptom relief. Zydra, now! Don't use if you're allergic to Zydra. Common side effects include eye irritation, discomfort, or blurred vision when applied to the eye, and unusual taste sensation. Don't touch container tip to your eye or any surface. After using Zydra, wait 15 minutes before reinserting contacts. See our ad in Travel and Leisure magazine. Call 1-877-4-ZYDRA or visit Zydra.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Quest for Inspiration podcast. I started this podcast purely because I found myself searching for inspiration around every corner in a very negative world. My goal with this podcast is simply to explore all types of inspirational people who have done amazing things in their life and community, as well as discovering little ways to add positivity into your life every single day. Now, this is the first time for me on the other side of the microphone, as I am normally a sound engineer, so you will have to give me a little bit of a break, but we will start from here and hopefully grow. This week, I will be talking to Michelle Elliston, who is the owner of 8 Limb Fit. She specializes in working with seniors who are past the physical therapy stage of recovery, as well as individuals with other physical challenges, such as Parkinson and other ongoing fitness issues. Michelle truly believes in yoga because it gave her back full balance, strength, and coordination after a childhood accident left her entire left side paralyzed. Her doctors told her she might never walk again, but with help, she retrained her mind and body to be even more successful than she ever imagined. Hopefully, she will inspire you just like she inspired me. So, my name is Michelle Elliston. And I am a certified yoga instructor. I have a door-to-door business where I go in and do post-physical therapy work. And I do personal training. I do life coaching. So I cater to people that can't necessarily get out on their own, which right now with COVID-19, that's, that's pretty good. So I just, I work with a lot of seniors, people who have had strokes, um, paralysis, or are handicapped and they can't get to a gym. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite story from doing that? Like a really good memory? Um, I have a couple clients that I work with that are in their 80s. And when I first met them, they walked with a cane. And now, eight years later, seven, eight years later, one of them is doing jump squats. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's 81. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, he do he does lunges and jump squats and I have him do some yoga poses. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's phenomenal. So I get my encouragement to keep moving forward seeing them succeed. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. My grandpa is 98 years old and he the fact that he still goes on walks every day without a cane or a walker. Yeah, that's great. It's mind-blowing. I'm amazed by him every single day. Yeah. <laughs> I just took a 97-year-old swimming today for an hour. Oh. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. She's just great. 
Yeah. That would be tough for me. I would be out of breath. I'd be like, all yeah. right, I'm done. <laughs> it's not like lap swimming, but it's moving in the pool for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what else gives you motivation just like on like a daily basis? For me personally, to motivate me for exercise, because we all get lazy, honestly. Mm-hmm. I will sign up for a race. I have to, especially if I get lazy, I'll sign up for a 10K or a 15K run. Mm-hmm. And then I'll put it out, you know, a couple months. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm committed. Yeah, I have to do And that. I have to start training. So I know that once I start training, then I get back into that lifestyle or, you know, I, I like to see this changes in my body. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, okay, I remember now. Okay, I'm back yeah. in the groove. So I will sign up for tri- a triathlon or a half marathon or, you know, whatever I can do depending on the time of year mm-hmm. to keep me motivated. Um, and just seeing my clients stay motivated and, you know, some of them are younger and some of them are older and just kind of seeing how they pick up themselves as well motivates me to keep going for them. And then I'm like, well, I hope that I'm like that when I'm their age, you know, Mm -hmm. I hope that, that I can do all the stuff that they're doing now in their eighties and nineties. I hope, you know, and I tell them that all the time. I'm like, I hope I'm like you when I'm your age. You know, and I love what I do. And I think that that speaks volumes. You've got to find something that you love to do. Like you must love editing and, and <laughs> because you wouldn't do it and you wouldn't be smiling, you know, yeah. you wouldn't be having fun doing it. I think the biggest thing we have to do is find that niche that we love, because I think if you love what you do, everything just kind of falls into place and it doesn't seem like work, no. you know, it's like fun. It's just like, yeah, I'm living my life. I'm doing what I love to do. And it's not so mundane and boring. No, I love that. Where else do you find inspiration? Where do you go to like Instagram? Do you go to Pinterest? Just like daily people in your life? I would say music, you know, Imagine from John Lennon. I Mm -hmm. love that song. I mean, music is inspiring to me. It gets me in a mood where I'm like, energized and with my my business energy is important or if I'm training on a bike listening to you know house techno music something keeps me motivated and inspiring my daughter keeps me um, inspired on how she looks at the world and how she's navigating the world at 14 you know just kind of seeing the world in her eyes is inspirational and motivating for me to keep keep that hunger for her and, you know, keep teaching her friends and family, you know, movies, you know, documentaries of people that have been successful in what they've accomplished. Um, I get inspired by so many things. My friends, Kevin, I mean, (laughs) you know, I get, I get it from a lot of things, you know, I just take what I can. Um, It could be, you know, a photograph, you know, of something and you're just like, oh, I never thought of doing that, you know? And then you're just like, you kind of just either take another picture of that picture now with your phone and technology, you can do that. Or like a color in a painting or you're like, oh, I could paint my house that color. I really like how that offsets. So you can find it anywhere if you're open to looking for it. You can be inspired by anything and anyone. If you're 
open to change and growth, I think. No, yeah, for sure. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. All right, do you have any specific moment in your life that's kind of changed your life for like the better and kind of changed your perspective? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually, I do. So I was in San Francisco in the Bay Area, and I was living there for about 10 years. And I was in my 30s. And I was in, uh, I was a project manager for a branding firm. So I was in advertising and I managed corporate identities and stuff. And so it was very computer job, um, very creative, loved, loved working for this company. And I learned something new every day. And I worked with these huge teams from all over the world. And um, it was, it was fascinating, but it was, you know, at a computer and at a desk and, and to me, that's not who I am. So I went, um, I would go to the gym, you know, and I'd run on the treadmill. Back then it was like treadmill runner, you know. And then I was on the treadmill one day and I saw all these people come out of this room. And I was like, oh my gosh, they look incredible. Like, how can these women have these arms that are so sculpted and beautiful? And, I, and every person coming out of there was like, running on the treadmill and like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what is that class? So I got off the treadmill and I went when the class emptied and I went in to speak to the instructor and I'm like, what is this class? And he was very intimidating at first. And, and he's like, well, who are you? You know? And so I introduced myself and he told me it was yoga. And I was like, yoga. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So, you know, tell me about it. And he's like, no, you just show up tomorrow. I teach tomorrow and you come and put a mat right here in the front of my class. And I'm like, I've never done that before. I need to tell you, I have some, you know, issues with my left side and I probably cannot do some of this stuff. And he's like, I don't care. Just come in and do it. So I did. And I couldn't do, I didn't, I didn't even understand what they were saying. It was in Sanskrit. He didn't even understand what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was watching these people like do push-ups and flip through. And it was an Ashtanga yoga class. And it's my first experience. And I'm like, whoa. So fast forward, I was taking that class and working with him one-on-one to get strong. He became my personal trainer. And he would take me outside in parks in San Francisco and train in the elements. And it was brutal. And he knew my issues. He knew my weaknesses. He got to know me very well and literally would train me until I would cry. And that could be like a couple hours. And then he'd say, okay, you're done. So it was like a a physical and mental training. And he's my yoga master. He's the one that certified me as well in my 500 hours. And he's my my mentor. Um, And at that point, I wasn't sure that I was going to make that move into yoga. But it was when I moved back to Arizona to buy a house, advertising in Arizona is so differently so different than San Francisco that I um, made the switch to open up a yoga studio and literally change my identity at 35 years old from advertising and making really good money to folding towels. My first job was folding towels in a gym, making like a minimum wage in Arizona. And I was like 35 and I was like, I just have to do this 
to get to what I want to do. And I just kept saying the, the branding and the, and the project management and all of that corporate identity was a leg of information to create my own studio. And I just kept that vision and I just kept doing the grunt work and doing, living on top ramen and, you know, doing it just to get to, to now I've been successful in, in my business for 20 years now. And so, um, you know, when you like the biggest thing is like, if you have a vision, you may not get to it the way you think you should get to it, but keep going because you never know how you're going to get to it. Like now I'm like, gosh, I really had to fold those towels. I really had to fold those towels in the gym because a lot of those people in that gym were the first people that came to me when I opened up my studio to get certified in yoga Mm -hmm. by me because they've been working with me for so long. So you never know like how you're going to get those positives, those feedbacks and where you're going to get them. Like I would have never thought I would have picked up that from, from a gym that I was making like $6 and 50 cents an hour at, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, um, keep, keep moving forward with your vision. You never know how you're going to get there, but you're going to get there. That, that is awesome. Seriously. Thank you so much for doing yeah. this. I'm, yeah. I'm so impressed by you. I'm glad I made this connection. Oh, yeah, me too. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Quest for Inspiration. It seriously means the world to me that any of you press play in the first place. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast platforms to stay up to date for the next new episode. Dry eyes? It might be me, inflammation. Those over-the-counter eye drops typically lubricate your eyes and may provide temporary relief and probably won't touch me. Ask your doctor about Zydra, a prescription eye drop used to treat the signs and symptoms of dry eye disease. It works differently by targeting a source of inflammation that can cause dry eye disease. It can provide lasting symptom relief. Zydra, now! Don't use if you're allergic to Zydra. Common side effects include eye irritation, discomfort, or blurred vision when applied to the eye, and unusual taste sensation. Don't touch container tip to your eye or any surface. After using Zydra, wait 15 minutes before reinserting contacts. See our ad in Travel and Leisure magazine. Call 1-877-4-ZYDRA or visit Zydra.com. I'm Dr. Mike McDermott, Chief Executive Officer of Mary Washington Healthcare. It's been a challenging year, and we are so grateful and appreciative of our nurses. Just like any family does during difficult times, we stuck together. If you are looking for that kind of family atmosphere, consider joining our family. Whether you want to work in one of our two hospitals, home health, hospice, or any of our freestanding facilities, I invite you to help us continue to improve the health of our community. Learn more at mwhcjobs.com.